0: Alhamdulillah Alameen. We covered the first ten names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the hadith which is in Sunan al Al-Rahman, Al-Raheem, Al-Malik, Al-Quddus, As-Salam, Al-Mu'min, Al-Muhaymin, Al-Aziz, Al-Jabbar, Al-Mutakabbir. Today, inshaAllah, we will stand from the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Khaliq. And in this hadith, we have three names mentioned together that are connected to each other. Al-Khaliq, al Bari, Al-Musawwir. What do these names mean? What is the difference between khalik and bari and musawir? خالق in Arabic language means to create something. But as I mentioned when we were talking about the name Al-Jabbar, that there are words in Arabic language that have two meanings in it. And the real application of the word would be when both of these meanings together apply somewhere. Jabbar, as I mentioned at that time, means to force something on people. And number two, to fix something. So when a person will forcefully fix something, that is really al-Jabbar. Same thing, the name al-Khaliq, has two meanings. One is خلاق means to create something. At the same time, means to estimate something. When we use the word estimation, I have to explain here, normally when this word is used for us, we use it for a best guess. And that guess, Could be wrong. There could be little difference in the real thing and the guess that we have. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala estimates something that is the perfect estimation by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that's always exact by dot. To understand the meaning Al-Khaliq let us look at the example that say for example that, that we have a recorder here. You want to make a recorder. A person who would make the recorder this may be khalq. I will explain that not this won't apply. The word khalq won't apply to us for us when we make something and why. We'll talk about that later. But creating something is khalq. But only it will be called khalq under the condition that when you estimated the parts that would be used in it, you have the perfect estimation over there, I need this much metal, this much of plastic, these many screws, this much of paper, this much of uh, these many buttons, all of these things having the perfect estimate of everything that we be, that will be used in it, that is khalq so, khalaqa has two meanings. Number one, to create. Number two, to estimate something. There is another word for estimating in Arabic language, and that is is Qaddara. Qaddara means to estimate something. Kam tuqaddar قِيمَةُ هَذَا What do you estimate is the value of this? That is, Qaddara is to estimate. What is the difference between khalaqa and Qaddara? khalaqa is to estimate something for creating it, so you know exactly how much of what it would be used in making it. And just Qaddara means just estimation. Estimating something without making it. So, these are two different things. One is someone just will give you an estimate and he doesn't make it. Another person says, I will make it, and this is exactly what I would be using in it. Human beings, whenever they estimate, they make mistakes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when He estimates, then He makes no mistakes in that estimation, and therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the real khaliq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the real khaliq because. Whenever he estimates something, he comes to the exact figures and he knows exactly how things will be. For example, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the sun, how many years ago? And how long more the sun is going to be functioning there? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala estimated the exact amount of light heat and all the other energies that the sun produces for human beings and it was a perfect estimation that is not that there is no difference of even a point over there From the day it was created up to this day, it's working exactly in the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala estimated the function of it. And it will continue working under the same estimation, under the same laws, till the day of judgment. We the human beings, we don't have that knowledge that we can estimate things for these periods. And... We can have that exact estimation now, how big that sun should be, how far it should be from the earth. We know that if the sun would have been any closer than what it is, it would burn things out. If it would be further than what it is, then we will not have the proper heat that we are supposed to get. Subhanallah, everything is perfect. That is the qaddara Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's estimation. When He created that sun at that time, that was khalaqah, which means He created it with exact estimation so that everything will keep on functioning in its proper proportion, proper way of functioning, how it's supposed to provide uh, benefits and energy and whatever else we need as human beings or as living beings, as creatures that lives in this world uh, and benefit from that sun. So the real khaliq is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because his creation is perfect and his estimation is perfect. There is no mistakes in it. Human beings, they make mistake in either of these things and especially when it comes to estimation for as simple a means, you will never be exact. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as He is al-khaliq, the Creator of everything, and he estimated everything in its perfect way that this dunya. What is it needed for this dunya? How many things people will be using in this dunya? How many people will come into this dunya? What will be the usage of all the materials that people would need to live in this world? All of that was created from the beginning of the earth, from the beginning of the creation. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is khaliq. Let me just give you the other two names quickly, and then we'll understand all of these names together. Al-Bariq, the next name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Al-Bariq. What does Barik means? Bara'a means to invent something. So now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as He... Estimates everything, he creates it, and he doesn't need to have any model before that of how to make it. Doesn't need no drawings, no plans. He is Al-Bari also at the same time that he will invent those things, I mean create them new without having any previous examples of it. This is called Bari Bara. And then the third name of Allah, he is Al-Musawwir also. Which means the one who gives the exact shape to everything. He is Khaliq, he is his he is Musawwir. Let's understand, take an example for it. You would like to build a building. Before building it, you will need a plan a drawings that will explain the design of this building once you have those drawings you will be looking for an archi- uh, you will be looking for a contractor who would build that building as per this design now you are requiring either the architect or the contractor to give you an estimate uh, on how much the construction of this building will cost. So now he goes to figure out how much wood he's going to be using, how many plywoods he's going to be using, how many studs he's going to be using, how much metal, how much wood, how much plastic, how much dirt, how much paint, how many screws, how many nails, how much carpet, how many lights, how many doors, how many windows. He's going to estimate all of these things and come up with a figure, and tell you, you know, this is how much this building will cost. At the end, when he's done with it, you may find that his truck is full with some plywood, nails, screws. So you go and tell him, where are you taking all of this? He says, this is all mine, because when I estimated that, of course, this thing was left over, or before he finishes the work, he may come to you. He says, Sir, there are some extras here. You have to pay extra for these things because now we rain out of material. So now this person is doing all of this. But when he makes the building now, now he has, after building that whole structure, he has to do the painting inside. He has to give the building the shape once. He, where there, there was a drawing. Initially we had a drawing. Now he constructed the foundations and he put up the walls and everything. But still, when you come and see the building, you don't like it because still the doors are not there. They have not painted there. I mean, they did not put the drop ceilings there. The lights are not in their places. The switches are not there and there are, you see holes in the walls. So the building does not have the shape that it should have. He would have different contractors doing all of these works. There are many different type of contractors involved for plumbing, for electrical, for heating, for lighting. I mean, all of these will be different people doing the carpeting, painting. And when all of them will put their work together, at the end, these people will be able to put the building into the shape that it's supposed to have. You may not like it, but that was the design, that was the... This is what they came up with. So now, what these people have done is, that they got some material that was already there. They got a drawing, a set of drawing that was there. They followed the drawing. They got the material that was already there. Put the material together and came up with this building. Now, you may call these people, صنع, sana. Which means, the person who did the work, but we will not call any of them khaliq, because these people did not create the building. What did they do? They collected the material created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and put it together. Human beings are not khaliq. Human beings are saniq. You do the work. You put things together. This is what we do. But we don't create. And we are not bari. Human beings can never be bari. We always need some drawings to do the work on something. We need some plans. We need to have some understanding on how I'm going to build this. And... Then whatever, again, whatever we would come up with, say we got the drawing and everything, is still whatever we come up with, we are using the material that is already in existence. So we are not Khaliq, we are not bari which means we don't invent things in a way, which means we just came up with the whole thing out of nothing. And we can really... Uh, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala gave human being the ability of, to certain extent, having the shape of it, building the shape of something, and therefore the word musawir can be used for human beings. As I mentioned earlier, when we talked about the, when we started talking about the names of Allah, some of the names can be used for human beings, some of them cannot be. Al musawir, human beings can be al musawir. Which means a person who makes a picture of something. What does that mean? There is something there. You take the shape of it and put it in something else. Make something else on the same shape of it. A human being is there. You put that shape on a piece of paper. That is tasweer. That is surah. That is the picture of that. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is khaliq, bari' and musawwir. He creates everything with a perfect estimation on how he's going to make it, and how much things will be used for it. And then he doesn't need no drawings, no plans, he's al And then he puts it into perfect shape, he's Al-Musawwar. When we look at this universe, And you look at this name of Allah, this attribute of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as Al-Khadiq, Al-Bariq, al It really amazes you. Things are amazing in this world. When you start looking at just one creature, look at animals for example. You can find animals of all colors, all shapes, all sizes... Amazing things that you see out there. When you look at those, you think that Al-Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala, he really mean, did not leave anything that you could do anymore. This is how you feel that after looking at all of these different shapes, different colors, different sizes, different features of these animals, you feel that there is nothing more that... You you can ever make. But of course, Al-Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps on bringing always new things in this world. Talking about human being can never be Khaliq, it reminds me that once a person challenged some of Muslims that you believe that Allah is Khaliq. Only your God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is khaliq. But I can create something also. And then, to prove that he can create, he takes some food, puts it into a container, and then closes the container, seals the container, and puts it on the side. After a week, he shows that to those people. Look, I made these insects here. Thousands of insects are in there. See, from this food, when I put it there, I made these insects. In other words, he's trying to say that I'm the khaliq of these insects. Subhanallah, one of them was wise and he asked him, he said, if you are the khaliq of these insects, then just tell me one thing. How many are in there? How many did you create? And if you want to go beyond that, then tell me what are the who I mean can you identify the sex of these insects? Which one is which of them are males and which of them are females? Right there you can see human beings' limitations that we are. Khaled. We don't know nothing about these things. Some very simple questions we may not be able to answer it. What's the age of these insects, of each of them? So, al-Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he estimated everything, as I said, khalq means to estimate also. When he estimated everything, he knows exactly each and every detail about them. How they were created, how they were made, at what second they came into existence, and what they will be using in their lives, what they would need to eat, what they would need to drink, how much of this worldly material they will need, Imagine how many things are there in the world, living beings, living living creatures are there in the world. Is there any count that we can keep of those things? We may not be able to count just the human beings, the exact number of human beings living in our town. Forget about counting the other animals and all the insects and the ants and all the other things that are living in our town, just in one town. If the world will get together just to count the these animals and insects living in one town, we may not be able to do it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who keeps the count of all of these things in the whole world, not only that He keeps the count of it, He also knows what will be the use of them and what they will use. That is the real khalq. That He has the exact number of things that He has created, and also is not that He created so many rats that these rats cannot find food anymore for themselves, and they are starving. And he created so many of certain animals that they're just destroying everything, and there is no way that human beings can deal with the situation. Everything is proportional. This is khalq. When everything was estimated at the time of creation, that from the beginning of this dunya, Up to the end, these many human beings will come into this dunya. These many dogs will come into this dunya. These many cats will come into this dunya. These many goats, these many sheep, these many camels, these many cattle, these many uh, 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 insects or ants or flies and mosquitoes, you name it. The exact figure of each and every one of those, was there written by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before He created this world. Now we may understand al-Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala who created with the perfect estimation of each and everything. It's not that, oh you know, because of the summer now we have so many of these insects flying here and there. No, that number was also fixed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How much food each of us eat from the time we came to this dunya until we leave, how much food we would need and we would eat, that was fixed. Al-Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala, again remember, normally we when we use the word Khaliq, we think it's only making something. This is the main point that I'm trying to clarify here. khaliq does not just mean to make something. It means to create something with the exact estimation of each and everything that is attached to it, that is attached with this, and what these things are made out of, how long it is going to live, how long it is going to stay, and what it will use and who would use this. All of these things that come with it, that is taqdeer, that is to have the perfect estimation of all of those things. With that perfect estimation, creating these things. So subhanAllah, when you look at the khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there is nothing that is going wrong with this khalq. No one can tell us that, you know, the sunlight that is being used for hundreds of thousands of years, Wallahu alam, how many millions of years, now gradually that sunlight will start getting dim because people used it so much as being in use for so many years. The sun is getting small now. You won't get that much heat that people used to get it in the past. Nothing. And it's all for free. We are not getting no bills for using the sun, heat or the light. If you have ever dealt with having a swimming pool in your yard, these swimming pools, what are their sizes, 18 feet, 20 feet? 30, what can you have larger than that in normal situation more than having 29, 30 feet of a swimming pool? Just dealing with that much water of a swimming pool, it's so difficult to keep it clean, to maintain the level of the water, and then if anything happens, To that pool, it gets ripped or anything to control the water. Things are impossible there. Look at the oceans in the world. And then just think of Al-Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala. I mean all of these oceans. And you always and we throw so much waste in it. So many animals dying in it. And still you get pure water. still you get clean water from there. It's difficult for us to save a glass of water for some time. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala kept it open. It's not even covered. With the pools, you know, let's cover it. Winter is coming. This is happening and nothing. It's open. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, look at Khalid subhanahu wa ta'ala, What He has created in that. I mean, as I told you, this is really a topic. You just think about it and you get lost in the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just start thinking about that life in the water. What is it that Allah created over there? How many things in there? The size of it, the depth of it, the animals that are in it. And the treasures that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put at the bottom of it. Allah. And this water, subhanAllah, that you can put your finger in it and it will just make its way and keep on going as low as you want. You can go all the way to the bottom of it, carries these huge ships, carries so much load. The water is carrying all of that load, subhanAllah, the Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just think about, it, khalq, about the khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is enough for us to just recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and always be connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because everything around us is the khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah, as I said, I really get lost when thinking about the khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I don't even know what to say about it. When you just sit and think about it, you will be really appreciating that connection that you have with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of Him being Al-Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you will just keep on getting closer and closer to Allah the more you think about it, subhanallah, ya Allah, how how do you even make these things? And make them out of what? Out of nothing. Out of nothing. What was in existence? Nothing. He just made the whole dunya. And whatever came in it. And as I told you, you really just get lost in it, in this khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we think about it. Look at it from this angle. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created this dunya how many millions of years ago? Allah wa we don't know. He created so much into it, up to this day, people are putting their efforts, working on the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created in this dunya, and they are just finding so many new things. So many new things that we are just finding out. Every day comes in and come, goes out. We are come finding out some new things. We think, oh, we did something great. That I got this, I made this. All we did was, we just found out the results and the effect of some of the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have created in this world thousands of years ago. There was a time people didn't know What is this gase? What is the gase? They didn't know what are these different type of oils that are coming from the ground. What is the use of it? What are we going to do with it? SubhanAllah, we got the gase out. And it turned out to be such a treasure that now people don't even look towards gold and silver. Such treasures that are buried in there that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created under this duct, this dust, under the ground. That's amazing. Every time we come up with a new medicine. What is this medicine? We say we invented this new medicine, subhanAllah, we invented. All we did was we did our research on certain plants, certain things from the animals. And we found out the effect of putting these things together is that it will cure this disease. So we made a tablet out of it. This plant or these type of plants and these type of animals are in existence for thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years. It's only people didn't know the effect of it. Now they knew another effect of these things. They were using it for different things. We found something new, a new use for it. We put it together, we gave it a a new name. That's all we did. So all we are doing in this world is doing our research on finding the effects of these things. And then we put things together. And we end up making up something new out of it. Whether it's airplanes... Ships, or any other means of transportation that we are coming up with nowadays or means of communication that are very amazing. All we did was we found the effect of certain things and put them together and they started working the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created them. Means of communication. We are using the satellites. Oh, we made the satellite. And then we came up with these phone systems. We found the effect that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put in this air of transferring, transferring things from one place to another. When people worked on that, they found out, yes, this air really has that power of transferring it. If you use it in a certain way, it will transfer it straight from this point, from point A to point B. So let's use it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had put that effect in this air from the day it was created. It's only we found out very recently that it has that effect in it. It can do that work that I thought it won't be able to do. For example, these dolphins, they were in the water for all the time. It's only now we find out, oh, you can train them and make them do certain things. Same thing the air, same thing the water, and all the things that we are using. We just worked on these things and found out the effect of these. And then we started putting it together and putting it in use. But the Khaliq of these things is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amazing how he created these things that... Up to this day, we are just finding more and more about the simplest thing that we always have been using, that the, the human beings have always been using from the beginning of the creation up to this day. Even with these simple plants, simple things that we are using, animals, air, water, we are finding more and more about these things. He created so much in it that no one can say that now as far as the goats are concerned. Take that example. Goats are concerned. We know everything about the goats and every effect that anything that goat cre- has carries in it. So now, no one in the future would be able to say that I found something new from a goat that will, can be used as a new medicine. Can anyone say that door is closed for just using one animal? Subhanallah. Look at the Khalid subhanahu wa ta'ala. What he has created. That just one animal... You take any animal, you take the smallest animal, and you can never say that we now we know all the effect that anything uh, of the use of this animal, anything that you can drive out of this animal, any effect you can drive of anything of this animal, we all know it, there can be no more benefits found in, the, in this animal. That door is never closed. If this is the health of only one animal, How many animals are there? SubhanAllah. Al-Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala. created things in such amazing ways. His Khalq is so amazing. And the beauty of it is that Khalq is all around you. So we look at ourselves. That will lead us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You look at the earth, you look down the earth will lead you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You look around you at other people and at plants and other things that are there, mountains, whatever else is there, all of those will lead you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You look up to the skies, that will lead you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no way a human being can say on the Day of Judgment, Ya Allah, I wanted to know about you and I didn't know how to find out who you are. This is why Quran again and again tells us, look into yourself. Look around you. Look down or look up. Does not close any direction for our souls. Quran is not closing any of these directions. Look any side you want. If we have that eyes that can see the reality and the heart that is open for the hidayah, each and everything in this world will be telling us, when you look at me, remember your Creator. Whatever we see, really when we look now, when we look at Allah's Khaliq of all of these things, really you would feel that you're looking at something so beautiful, MashaAllah, look at that beautiful scenery. Al-Musawwar subhanahu wa ta'ala made this beautiful scenery here. You see those beautiful mountains with such nice trees there, Flowers on it. You know, you just stand over there and get lost in just that, looking at that scenery. And that is telling you that I'm created by Al-Khaliq, Al-Musawwar subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't look at my beauty, look at his beauty. I'm only a small creature of his. I'm just something minute that he made in this world. Everything will just take us back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why this name of Allah, this attribute of Allah is very important for us to remember. Al-Khaliq, Al-Bariq, Al-Musawwil. That He created this universe. There was nothing like this universe before. He created human beings. It's not that He made a drawing of a human being and He created them. After that or he created few different types of human beings and found out. Oh, the first one wasn't that good They couldn't breathe properly. So now let's make another one with his nose wider or This second one couldn't see properly and that was a defect in the creation when I asked Nothing nothing like this created everything and Perfect creation from the very first point He did not have to go through that evolution that create a monkey and let the monkey then gradually turn into a human being and let's see what type of human being it will come into. He created everything from the beginning and it was perfect. And creation is also when you look at things, how things are coming into existence, that is also very amazing. Another just point just to look at, when you look at a khalq, human beings, believe me, this is a fact. Think about it. If we, the human beings, as this group of people, we were not created the way we are created now. The way we are created at this time. If we were not created this way. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have made our bodies and we could see each other that okay, our bodies are being made and then He's putting the ruh into us. And then someone would come and tell us, you know, it's only you people sitting here, 100 people, 200 people in this town, that you people are created in this way. Otherwise, the rest of the people in the world, they were created from a small drop of dirty water. We will laugh at them. You're telling us these beautiful human beings, these strong, nice-looking, intelligent, knowledgeable, powerful very understanding human beings, you are telling me they were made out of a dirty drop of water? I can never believe it. If that was the way, we would never believe it. But now we all are in the same boat, so we know what we are made out of, and all we can say, Tabarakallahu Ahsanul khaliqin. Glory to Allah who creates everything in its best way and form. Look at the egg. And then, the same egg that we eat, before it will turn into take the shape of an animal. If you eat it, it's your food. If you don't eat it, you let it there for some time, it will be another animal. SubhanAllah, Khalid subhanahu wa ta'ala, creating it, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi alayhi, when he was asked, he said, uh, he was asked, how can you prove about the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that Allah is creating everything. Things are not coming into existence by themselves. Just like people call it nature. Oh, by nature things are there. Subhanallah. You know, human beings, I'll tell you one thing before I go to Imam Muhammad's thing. Human beings, when they turn away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and they start losing the hidayah. You know what happens? Gradually, this is the effect of it. Gradually, the mind starts getting closed. Closed that the mind cannot see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As told, everything is telling us, look at your Allah. Everyone is, everything in this dunya is telling us that there is Khalid subhanahu wa ta'ala. But don't we find people that are very intelligent? They are running countries. They are running large companies. If you sit and talk to them, they are more knowledgeable than us, all of us together. But at the end of the day, the very same person, he goes before an idol made out of a rock and he bows down before that idol. What happened to this man's understanding now? He was very intelligent. Very sharp very knowledgeable. And he can tell you the effect of all of these stones and everything and he can, he also knows that the stone that he's worshipping can do nothing for him. But at the end of the day he goes and he bows down before that idol. What happened to the person? The bottom line is, Hidayah was taken away. When the mind was closed, he did not look But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he did not, he turned away from the ibadah of Allah, his mind was closed. With all of his intelligence, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made him the servant of a stone that he created. Subhanallah. Allah created huge mountains. This very intelligent person who rules the whole country. At the end of the day, he just takes a small rock from that mountain, and then he bows down before that rock calling it, you are my Lord. Asking him to help him, ask him and praying to him, bowing down before him. Allah made this person the servant of that rock when he turned away from Allah. So when people turned away from Allah and Allah closed their mind, these living beings, people like us, living being, started taking non-living things that are below them, none living things, as their Lord. Whether you call it, idol, or you call it nature. This is what it is. Scientist, very intelligent, very informative, very knowledgeable, very sharp. At the end of the day, he says, nature created all of these things. What is nature? Is nature something living? Is nature something that has a life in it, can see things, can hear things, has a brain? No, none. He also agrees to that. See? Either you call it a rock, you call it an idol, you or you call it nature. It's the same thing. Turned away from Hidayah, Allah made that person the servant of something else. And this is why. So anyway, I was saying, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi alayhi. When he was asked the proof of the existence of Allah, and Allah is the khaliq of everything, Allah creates everything, things are not made by nature. He said, for me, just an egg is enough for me to show me that Allah is the creator. He said, can you explain the person who questioned him? He said, can you explain in more details? He said, okay, I'll tell you. This egg, that has no windows in it, no doors, no ventilation, you know what's in it if you break it, but after some time, a living being comes out of that egg. Where was he able to breathe from, to have that life, to stand the life at least? You don't, don't you need the air? Where did he get the ruh in there from? When you break the air, you, egg and you eat it, you don't have another living being in your stomach. Where did that? Uh, animal get the root from inside the egg. Who put the root inside the egg when it was closed? Is not that it got the life after you broke it? It was closed. It got the life, and Allah gave it the understanding that now start heading it, and you will break it and come out. Who put that ruh, that life, inside that closed egg? That has no ventilation. Ever. Look at the khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How things are created. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَفَرَأَيْتُمْ مَا تُمْنُونَ Look at the drop of semen that you eject. أَأَنْتُمْ تَخْلُقُونَهُ أَمْ نَحْنُ الْخَالِقُونَ This is in surah Waqiah. Do you create it? Do you make a living being out of this? Or I'm making it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in other ayah says, Hal min min When you realize that Allah is your khaliq, He says, do you have any other khaliq in this heaven and the earth that provides you with all that you need? Anywhere that you have any other khaliq? La ilaha illahu. There is no God but Him. And then he tells us that he created, there are many ayahs that talk about khalq without going into the details of all of those ayahs. He tells us that Hu He created you. Not only that he created us, خلق Created the heaven and the earth. Then lakum ma jami'a, Whatever you see in this world, he created that for you. And then He created the life And death also, he says, death is not something that is not the name of non-existence. I created the death. Subhanallah, I created the death, which means when a person departs this world, there is still that something that he will be going through. That death is not the name of the end of a human being. He created. And created means something that exists. So that is something that is in existence. That he made. Death is not a name of non-existence. So everything is created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this world. And therefore Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala challenges the kuffar in Quran. <laughs> <laughs> Things that you worship. And you call upon besides Allah subhanahu wa taala, they cannot even create a fly. They cannot even create a fly, even if they all will get together to create just one fly, they won't be able to do it. Not only this, the next part even is even even more amazing. He says, if I would just send a fly to take something away from you, you won't be able to take it back from the fly. You may kill the fly, but you won't be able to take it back from the fly. Again, we must remind ourselves that this is talking about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creating it. When we make something, say today if someone will say, okay, if we put these things together, and a fly will come out of it. Wallahu adam if it can happen or not. Say if it does happen. Remember, what we are doing is we are finding out how flies come into existence and then we use those objects and chemicals, put them together, and the effect of it is shown over there. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created everything from nothing. This whole dunya, we made such beautiful things out of these objects that are in this dunya. Using the glass, using the plastic, using the Gold, using, using the silver, using the treasures that are buried in the ground. We made so many beautiful things in this dunya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when He created this dunya, is not that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had to put things together, and when you put these things together, then it will become a glass. And then when you put these things together, then it will become a, a metal. No, He created everything from nothing. هَلْ أَتَى عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ حِينٌ مِّنَ الدَّهْرِ لَمْ يَكُنْ شَيْئًا مَذْكُرًا Wasn't there a time for a human being when human beings were nothing to be remembered. How did he create? إِنَّمَا أَمْرُهُ إِذَا أَرَادَ شَيْئًا أَنْ يَقُولَ لَهُ كُنْ فَيَكُولُ He says be and it is there. Talking about people... Claiming that Allah has any relationship with any person. He says, "An How can he have a son? "Walam And he has no wife. shay. And he created all of these things. He says, I made them. You're telling me that this is my son? I made it. I made this human being just like I made other human beings. And this tells us the difference between a mu'min and a person who has no Iman. When a mu'min looks at these things, any of these Allah's creatures, everything, as I said earlier, tells the person, look at my Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why one of these scholars asked, in fact, Jalaluddin, Rumi rahmatullahi in his poetry, beautiful, he asked a question. He said, when you taste a honey, and you like the sweetness of it, ask yourself, who is more sweet, the honey, or the one who put the sweetness in this honey? Everyone is just asking us to turn to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. But when a kafir looks at these things, these things, the very same thing, prevent that person from turning to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, because. He looks at this object and he just stops over there. He can't go any further. He can't go beyond that. It is just like hitting a light on a wall. It cannot go through that wall. So it just stands, it stops over there. You cannot see through that light what's behind the wall. So a kafir, when he looks at these things, he feels, okay, this is the end of it. Okay, now I got to the final step, okay? A tree comes from a seed. To him, that's the final step. Where the tree came from? From the seed. When a mu'min looks at it, he says, SubhanAllah, this whole tree cannot come just out of that seed. Yes, Allah made it come out of that seed. And look at all of this fruit that is coming out of this tree. How many people are using the fruit of a tree that came from a small seed? أَفَرَعَيْتُم مَّا تَحْرُثُونَ أَأَنْتُمْ تَزْرَعُونَ, تزرعون أَمْ الزَّارِعُونَ A question that is asked in the, again in Surah Al-Waqah. Look at the land that you cultivate. Are you bringing the growth of it? Or we are creating that? Anyway. I just wanted to point out these basic points about Al-Khalq. That is endless topic. But we must remember this and always use this Khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to turn towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have different people, have different habits. We like different things. If you like beautiful sceneries, go and look at them now. I won't say don't look at that. Look at it. And now when you look at it, look at it as this is being the khalq of al-Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let these beautiful scenery turn you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever we like, look at it, let that turn that thing turn you to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of these scholars comes out of his home and he sees a grass. He just stands over there and he's doing the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The students around him asked him, What stopped you over here now? He said, Look at the grass, the way it's standing. It just reminds me when I raise my finger in the Shahada, Allah illallah, as if all of this grass is standing and saying, Allah illallah. And of course, wa min ugh, Allah says in Quran, There is nothing that is not praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In shape. There is nothing in this world that is not praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَلَكِنْ <تَصْبِحَم> But we don't understand it. So this is khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we can really have a very strong connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his attribute of al-khaliq, al-bariq. al Bari subhanahu wa ta'ala. But at the same time, let me quickly just remind ourselves of al-musawwil his khaliq, his body, and then at the same time his al-musawwih. And without going into that, looking at other things really, and that is also something that you just get lost. You just get lost thinking about these things. Some time ago, I was looking for a tree. And then coming from there to this masjid, this is This is something that I experienced myself. From there to the masjid, and then going back, I said to myself, let me just look at the different type of trees, so I know what type of tree I'm looking for. When I started looking at it from that angle, subhanAllah, I got amazed. I was shocked. I couldn't believe that this is something that I've been always looking at and never paid attention to it. Some trees, they are mainly for shed. And... The branches start growing of those trees above six to seven feet from the ground. They don't grow, and no branches would be there on the trunk of the tree below six or seven feet. Normally, a human being can stand and uh, can stand under that, and can you can easily sit and do whatever you have, use the shadow. Some trees it starts from the very bottom. Everything starts from the bottom. Beautiful trees for fencing. Some of these trees, as they grow, they will be round on the top and straight at the bottom. Some of them are V-shaped. Some of them are totally opposite of V-shaped. And SubhanAllah, you start looking at it. Khaliq subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we look at our souls, a child was asked, why did Allah place the nose over here? So he says, so I can put the glasses on it. But look at the khalq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, subhanAllah, how everything is perfectly designed. al Musawwir subhanahu wa ta'ala, how he made everything. In its perfect shape, there can never be a better way of making these things than what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created them. This is the Musawir subhanahu wa ta'ala who created the perfect shape of everything. We know it ourselves. You look at a person, and you just keep on looking at that person. For whatever reason, maybe a virtuous person, you are amazed by the look by the look of that person's face. Maybe, very handsome person, you are a very strong person. You know, Musawir subhanahu wa ta'ala created so many different things there. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-khaliq, al Bari, al-musawwir subhanahu wa ta'ala. And everything around us would remind us of these attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And should really connect us, if we remember these attributes of Allah, should connect us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through these attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to use all of these attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having very close connection with Allah. And may Allah give us a very close connection with Him and give us tawfiq to remember Him at all the time and never forget Him. And whenever we forget, use these things. To remind us ourselves, of Allah, of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala,